0: Uh, I just finished watching the episode. Okay. And uh, I don't know if you're recording already or not. I'm recording. But let me tell you right now, some of the best karate fighting I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Yeah, man. Hey, Sean. What's up? In my life.
1: And people, I don't know if people know that you're like really into karate.
0: I own all Michael Dudikoff films.
1: I don't know who that is.
0: Well, exactly. You're not into karate like I am.
1: Michael Dudikoff doesn't sound like a guy who'd be like really good at karate. Is he like the director?
0: No. Google it.
1: Do you want to know what I safe, do? take do you, your
0: safe search off and you, Google Michael Dudikoff? Do you want to know
1: what I why I missed that you 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 called me right and I missed it?
0: Yeah. You're do you want to know why Michael
1: I was Dudikoff. I was googling something? Do you want to know what I googled?
0: <laughs> um, Let's see if you can guess. Uh, yeah. I there's no way I'm going to guess.
1: I googled, is that really Gina Davis at the end of A League of Their Own?
0: <laughs> the answer is yes, right?
1: It's not her. Fellas, don't drink that coffee. You, what, didn't, you, you didn't know that. And yet, every time I watch it, I go, is that her? It's not well, her.
0: So there's something else to do with that movie where they dub in her voice. Because it is uh, her voice. Okay.
2: okay. But
0: they don't dub in Lori Petty's voice at the end. Which is why at the end, when she sees Lori Petty, she just like smiles and shakes her head yes, and there's no words.
1: What's funny is with Lori Petty... Her older self like looks forty years younger than Donny. Then, then, then Lori Petty. <laughs> no, then, then um, Gina Davis's character. Like it looks like because we obviously know she's the older sister, but was she twenty years older than her?
0: Yeah, that's what doesn't make sense too. Is there's a there's a couple different characters in that film when they go to the end where you're like, there's no way you're still alive. Like I don't yeah. get this. You're not alive. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense.
1: It's such a good movie, though.
0: It's a dude. The, it, it, like, don't just sell is, me on a League of Their it Own. It is.
1: It's non. Like if it's on, I'm watching it. By the way, just so you know, Stars Encore West is doing a just bang up job of programming tonight. It's League of Their Own, and now Wayne's <laughs> World is on. Like,
0: well, it, it's. I think that Stars Encore West is good to know they have one person watching.
1: Dude, if you, it could just be League of Their Own followed by Wayne's World and then on repeat forever, and I'd be like, "Yeah, cool. You guys want to watch TV?"
0: Our mutual friend Lance Arthur Smith and I, we we haven't done this yet, and we never will, but we were thinking about starting a podcast called "I Have to Watch It," and it was all about movies that if they come on TV, you just have to stop and watch. God, that.
1: can I be it? Can I be a part of it? League of Their well, Own if, is League of Their Own is mine. Oh.
0: A League of Their Own is, is and then, is,
1: and what sucks is the Godfather is mine. So I'm like, of course the Godfather oh, is yours. It's mine too. Like, I go just clear out three hours because I can't. No, we're not going to dinner.
0: Well, here's the worst part about the Godfather <laughs> ones too. They're because they're the worst in this scenario. Because the thing that's funny is by now we all own these movies. Yeah. So you could literally walk ten feet never and just do put that. it on. But you never you, do it. So, you, so a three-hour Godfather is now four-hour Godfather because you're sitting through commercials.
1: You don't actually have to walk anymore to put in movies. They like just exist in.
0: Yeah, but Godfather's not streaming anywhere.
1: Yeah. Oh. Hey, I'm gonna get a beer real quick. I haven't actually started. Like, I wasn't starting this recording. Although I might keep that League of Their Own thing.
0: <laughs> well, why not keep the whole thing?
1: Okay. Well, because I want to get a beer and I don't want to like.
0: Oh my god. I guess we
1: could just like go to the intro right now. I'll be right back. (laughs) Hello? Hey. All right. Uh-huh. Rough night, huh? Everybody's kung fu
2: fighting. Ooh. <laughs>
0: what, uh, what are you drinking?
2: This is
1: actually uh, Alpine. Alpine brewery.
2: Oh, nice. Good, 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 good. Yeah.
1: We a. Uh, there's a lot of good San Diego beers that get represented up in the uh, Bay Area.
0: Uh, uh, I'm drinking another great San Diego beer, Coors Light.
1: <laughs> Don't know it. Is there yeah. new things well, that like a stone off print
0: yeah it's like super craft super craft all right yeah like a lot of people like they have like a little flavor they have a flavor room that's actually just a broom closet oh cool in a tgi fridays super well, wh- good
1: welcome back to dishing the percolator everyone it's been a long time but at this point you kind of know what you're getting into with us so <laughs> i hey, will uh, get
0: there we'll get there
1: i don't know if we will actually um
0: the holidays slow everything down, Sean.
1: We've been we've been bad this whole year. Showtime announced today that mm-hmm. they are going to start airing the first season of Twin Peaks in January. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that means for season three, but it makes me feel like we're not going to get through we're gonna season do two before season three starts. No, which will do kill the podcast. I will not want to talk about the old Twin Peaks when the new Twin Peaks is happening. So we have well, to... Bear yeah. down.
0: Here's the thing. Maybe if you actually like tried. I'm not trying. You know I, mean? I don't oh, see well there it is. There but is the a problem. problem
1: is you also only give me one day every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um <laughs> I'm not gonna so, get into how, how the have 25th? you been twenty fifth? I'm not gonna get into like how have you been or like what's on your Christmas list. Because we've got we've got a dish, some percolator, okay, man. Okay, what did you uh, what did you ask? What did you ask for Santa? For
0: I Santa? don't. You know what's funny is that maybe you're probably like this too. I feel like you are because we both don't have tell kids. me what
1: how you feel like I
0: am. <laughs> <clears throat> we both have kids, and uh, and uh, I I just don't like it. Just, I don't. There's nothing I can ask for. Like really, the only thing I ever asked for my whole life was movies, and now that that's kind of a stupid thing to ask for. Yeah, they're like free. I don't have a I don't have a list anymore. Like I know that my wife got me some whiskey, which is because in our move to our new house, somehow, some way, all my whiskey disappeared. Um, oh really? So yeah, really. Like my scotch that she got me, my really nice scotch, my more Dew, who, the who, bottle from our moved? wedding that did I someone, used. Did did someone move you? I, several of her interns moved us. Oh really? And she's asked them all, and they oh. keep saying no
1: old scotch thief her intern
0: dude pretty bummed what's his so name she got
1: me... whiskey thief that's weird <laughs> that's, that's no. his, his actual christian name scotch whiskey thief
0: scotch whiskey thief but there's a how but did he it's get like, hired well apparently a great resume isn't that weird <laughs> <laughs> um no so anyway so uh she got me whiskey i know that i asked for uh what did I ask for? I don't even know what I asked for. Oh, I asked for a Game of Thrones uh, risk.
1: Aww.
0: There's a risk. There's a Game of Thrones version of Risk, and I was like, I want that because that would be really fun to play. So uh, I, I, I want me.
1: this. I really want this game that no one's ever going to play with me.
0: No, my wife and I play Risk from time to time.
1: Can you play with Justy people? You can. Oh.
0: Yeah, it's actually uh, it's not as fun, but it's still enjoyable. Cool. And it goes a lot quicker.
1: Yeah, and then you get the Game of Thrones tie-in, so that's fun.
0: Well, the Game of Thrones too, and they have two versions where you can play with two people, and you only play a part of the map.
1: God, I'm so bored.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the best.
1: I know, I missed you. Um, so you just you just watched. So this episode. January
0: twelfth, Dogwood Reunion.
1: Oh, we don't have to talk about that. But I was okay. just I was just practicing some of those songs. And
0: is it January twelfth?
1: I think it's the thirteenth. It's a Friday. Okay.
0: 13th for Am all I gonna of you, get
1: on the list for all of you listening no for all of you listening Shh. uh i was in a band a long time ago and uh I've, i haven't played a show with them in 15 years and we're reuniting for two shows
0: it's gonna be great
1: i don't know i don't know what it's gonna be but it's gonna be so if you're listening and you're in, live in san diego or southern california uh we're opening for mxpx <laughs>
0: <laughs> poking at which, you which pungs. is
1: awesome um i still love mxpx uh, the thirteenth, thirteenth sure. in San Diego of January, and the fourteenth, the Ventura Theater from Ventura, California.
0: It's also cool because Plank Guy is playing. Plank Guy's not playing. Uh, nope. No worries.
1: MC Hammer is actually will be there later, yeah, that night. But it's goes man-
0: to <laughs> Okay,
1: let's move on. Um, I actually Pax, don't. Pax I don't.
0: Two seventeen is opening. I
1: don't know what. The, I think this is called Laura's Secret Diary. I think that's the the title.
0: It is actually, you're okay. right.
1: Okay, I didn't actually write that down. Or no,
0: I actually think it's called The Secret Diary. I don't know if it's Laura's okay. Secret Diary. But All either right. way, you're close. Fair enough.
1: Uh, this is season two, episode four. Um, kind of a weird story with this one. If you look at the writing credits, it's Jerry Stahl. Have you heard of him?
0: Yeah, dude, Mid- uh, Permanent Midnight. Yeah,
1: so he, the story with this is he was given this job to write this episode. but And he talks about this in Permanent Midnight. He was like out of his mind on drugs. So he like didn't write I think anything, but they gave him kind of what they call the mercy credit. And this has all of the other writers on it. So it's Bob, Bob Engels, Mark Frost, and Harley Payton. I think all basically pieced together what any scraps they had left from Jerry Stahl. Hmm. And there you have it with this episode.
0: Um, Jerry Stahl wrote a great book, by the way, called I Fatty. Really? Yeah. It's a really good book. Like if you're ever, if you like Jerry Stahl, uh, and you have any affection for old Hollywood. Uh, yeah. It's a book about Fatty Arbuckle. It's a great, great book.
1: Cool. Well, maybe he wrote that or maybe Bob Engels, Mark <laughs> Frost and Harley Payton wrote it. We'll never know. Um, you never know. Directed by Todd Holland. I'm not sure if Todd has directed an episode yet, but I think he he's done a lot of TV. I think he did a lot of Malcolm in the Middle.
2: Cool. Your favorite <clears> show. <throat>
1: um, this aired on October 20th, 1990. Good year. Yeah. Um, so the first shot is is really scary. Um, it's like you don't know where. You feel like you're in like a worm. Like doesn't it mm-hmm. feel like you're in the guts of a worm. Like you know yeah, how like when yeah. you're in a, the guts of a worm, you know. You know what I'm talking
2: yeah.
0: about? It's, uh, no, it's every Sunday morning, yeah. <laughs> Just doing lawn work.
1: And like, ah, did I get eaten by that worm again? <laughs> is it Sunday morning?
0: Sometimes you eat the worm. Sometimes the worm eats you.
1: Zooming out, and there's like these screams and stuff, and we realize this is Leland kind of uh, zoning off into space. Uh, At the end of the last episode, remember, Leland was arrested for Mm -hmm. the uh, murder of Jacques Renault. And um, so he's getting his rights read to him. Sheriff's asking him questions. Um, And... So he's asking him, you know, were you at the hospital? He's like, yes, I was looking for the man who killed my daughter. And then why did you, you know, do you think it was a jock because you arrested him? And then, um, so it's really sad because this is like actually like, I think it's a great scene. Ray Wise, I think, is one of the better actors in the show. And uh,
0: who's he? Which one's he?
1: He plays Leland. Okay. Uh, and he delivers this kind of great, you know, speech about have you experienced absolute loss? Um, mm-hmm. But it's really sad, you know.
0: This is probably, uh, out of all of the episodes, I will tell you, this was this was Ray, <clears throat> the, Ray Wise. Well, Leland. It's the one where I most wasn't annoyed with Leland. Okay. It was the one where I actually felt like he was a normal person. Yeah. Does that make sense? Which is
1: funny because he's like, the only times he's in it is like this beginning where he's just like
0: this in and then agony. A,
1: and, then the part, and then the the part, part, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I think it's like him – but like you were saying, like you just said, like he's a really. I think he's a good actor. And I think yeah. that so far he's just been crying and being weird and dancing around.
2: <laughs> and like
0: finally I think he gets to sit around and like actually act for like sure. five minutes. So sure. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it.
1: I did too. That's I'm it's, saying. I it's really a, enjoyed it. It's a really serious way to open this show too, right? Like I, I guess I, I'd have to look back and see how all the first scenes are. But this is like really heavy because he basically admits to killing Jock. Um, and so when they leave the interrogation room, um, you know, Doc Hayward, who's been his friend for a long time, obviously their daughters are best friends. is kind of like, you know, defending him a little bit. Um, and Cooper like kind of snaps, snaps him out of it. And is like, you know, are you, you know, are you saying murder is okay? You know, obviously it's not, but, um, we go from like this really serious moment to like, (laughs) Andy and his problem. Um, so he calls the doctor over after doc Hayward was reprimanded by agent Cooper. And, uh, he wants to talk to him about his sperm problem. (laughs) He he says in regards to the test, he says, I flunked. Um, and I feel like Andy's sperms really cut the tension, uh, in this scene that we've kind of had from the first, first scene. Um, and there's just some, you know really classic sperm bank humor like can I give it another <laughs> shot?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, It's very weird and unnerving the fact that Doc Hayward just has like sample tubes with him, just like hey yeah go ahead and go take a sperm test. I have the I just have this here in my bag. <laughs> um, yeah. Of, so of <clears throat> course of course Andy. Wait head- did you not
0: know that about? Doctors?
1: That we say it one more time, you cut out.
0: Did you not know that about doctors?
1: That they have those all the time? All the time. See, next time I go to the doctor, I'm like, yo, give me one of those little yeah. green vials.
0: <laughs> you know like when, you know, like when like, people have like guns and they have those bullet holsters they wear around their bodies? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that, but with tubes for sperm. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> you never know.
0: It's like you've never had Obamacare. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so of course Andy Andy has to go produce a sample and it's just like, Yes, he's got the copy of Flesh World. Of course he runs into Lucy. She sees it and is like, Oh my gosh And poor Andy just can't catch a break, right?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor Andy.
1: So, um, Lucy's upset because, you know, Andy's off to the bathroom with flesh world um so sheriff and cooper are talking about how the uh their judge like they don't have a there's not a judge who just has a job in twin peaks this da- this guy's like makes the rounds right so he's showing uh-huh. up in a winnebago he, that's how he travels the circuit um but for the reason that they have obviously leland's bail case and uh then i think leo's Got a trial to a uh, hearing to see if he's competent, if he can stand trial for any number of, you know, horrible things that Leo's done. Um, I miss Leo, right? We haven't had, we haven't had any Leo.
0: We haven't had any Leo. Yeah. It's been quite some time.
1: I need Leo back in my life. Um, you think so? Yeah.
0: Okay. Right. Sure. I don't know.
1: So, um, Sheriff is telling Cooper that they looked into that house that Leland had talked about. And he says that no one named Robertson ever lived there. Um, And then we hear Andy off screen run into someone. And of course the little vial like rolls into the front waiting room and it hits the wall and it sounds like it breaks, which is like such a bummer. Like they did like a sound effect <laughs> where it's a breaking and I'm like, Oh, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the grossest thing in the show. And there's been so many gross things in the show. Um, yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> so Cooper's telling him, Hey, wait right there. And he's like, you know, he's saying, uh, where did those come from? He's talking about his boots and he's like, please don't yeah, make yeah. me say where they come from. Anyway, we can get through this. Um, Cooper saying something about how the boots were a clue, uh, and Annie says he bought them from the one-armed man, so that's, you know, we already kind of knew they wanted to find the one-armed man, but anyway.
0: I feel like the one-armed man is always there when they don't want to find him. He's like <laughs> in the police station just hanging out.
1: I, yeah, I don't get this, this scene where he's like, oh, the, that's it, the one-armed man. It's like they wanted to find him last episode before he saw Annie's boots
0: yeah, and he's like he's in he's literally in your station selling shoes. He's been there all day.
1: We're like, when we find that guy, when he comes back <laughs> from the snack machine, remind me that we're looking for him.
0: We need to find the one-arm man he in the is hallway so
1: crucial to the plot when he comes out of the bathroom,
0: yeah. I remember, he, like in the first season, they made this big deal about finding him. And then they found him, and then now he just seems to be always around. It's like, like finding the mailman. Where's the mailman? Well, he'll be here at three. Like, okay.
1: You're waiting for them, to just like pan out, and he's just like, "I've been here literally the entire time."
0: <laughs> yeah. What's that one movie? <laughs> I don't
1: know, but that's
0: we've been here the t- entire time. You have.
1: It might have been. Is it Wayne's
0: World? Maybe it is Wayne's World, or I feel like it's Walk Hard because it sounds like Tim Meadows saying it. We've been here literally the entire time. You have really, yeah. Okay, no, well, let's No, oh, no,
1: it's it's Anchorman.
0: It is Anchorman. You're right, Paul. But, Rudd. Wa-
1: but Walk Hard is a fantastic movie. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh,
2: it's not that good.
1: I think no, dude. It's so good. It is so good. I think I want to try some of that cocaine.
0: It's so it's good. The- <laughs> Dude, it's got the, one of the greatest jokes ever is Ah, the Temptations. <laughs> a, no, the it,
1: okay. Here's the deal: you and I saw it in the theater, and we we're like, Ah, it's you have to watch it again. It's so funny when,
0: all
2: right.
1: when he's I a, will. when the flashback when he's a kid, and he's like, "I'm cut in half, real bad, Dad." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like it's Mafia, like that movie Mafia. It's,
1: dude, in Mafia is one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> No, it's, it's so. The jokes. The jokes. The first 20 so, minutes
0: of Mafia are fantastic, and then it gets real it's stupid. It's
1: almost like the t- first 20 minutes are good enough that it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, I could see that. All right. The tree thing is amazing. Uh, and the kids swimming and then breathing for that, a minute straight. It's is so, so good. Anyway, all right, back to Twin Peaks.
1: Oh, uh, I can't think about Twin Peaks because I want to go watch Mafia. If. <laughs> If, it's uh, on Netflix. If Starz Encore is to play Mafia right after <laughs> Wayne's World, I'm gonna
0: Stars re- Encore West. If anyone's following renew along,
1: renew my subscription for life. Uh, we have a lot of this episode to get through, so uh, we're in the Great Northern.
0: <clears throat>
1: Cut to uh, this really overzealous hotel clerk just punishing Ben Horn about how um, this food critic or I guess travel critic M.T. Wentz is coming to Twin Peaks. uh, And she tells him like this person travels incognito, uses only cash. And so, you know, Ben Horn's like, all right, let's keep a lookout for this person. Um, M.T. Wentz kind of becomes this kind of backbone of the episode of everyone, you know, trying to find out who they are and if they're going to show up at their place of business. So, Ben then goes to his office where he sees that Jean Reno is there uh, and he thinks he's there to talk about insurance, but instead he has the video of Audrey. Um, and it's like, when I first watched it, I was like, how is he going to react? Because Ben Horn is such a D-wad. Like, is he going to care? You know what I mean? Like, is, is mm-hmm. the dad and him going to come out? And it does. Um, but you almost For wonder. about a second. You wonder if it's more about like the, I'm not in control over like, that's my daughter, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't stick. His his like daddy thing does not stick. Yeah. Around.
1: Because he kind of pushes back. So like he what you know so Jean Renault says I'm the uh I'm like only the messenger. We know he's more than that, but it's kind of his way to keep Ben at an arm's length. So like, you know, they want money, but I want to be kind of in on the action at Jack's, and I also want Cooper to deliver the money. Um you know, like I think the dad and Ben would be like, sure, whatever you want, but he pushes back on everything. So but yeah. th- he finally agrees to, uh, to what, what is the, what the ma- the demands are, or at least he says he's going to, you know, try to figure it out. Um, at the double R, Hank is giving Donna food, which we know is going to go to Harold Smith. Um, and then this is when Norma gets tipped off about empty wentz. Uh, Hank then kind of plays the good guy and says he's going to go out and get flowers and candles and tablecloths, try to make the place respectable. Um, it's actually kind of like a nice Hank moment when there haven't been really any.
0: Yeah. But I always feel like there's always something else going on with Hank.
1: We know it's going to screw it up, but I actually feel like this is this, this actually was legitimate. Like he was actually doing these things. It wasn't to go out and like go break someone's arm. You know what I mean? although yeah, we don't we don't know he could have
0: um, yet because there's karate
1: so Donna gets the food she goes to take it to Harold Harold Smith is in his house pouring a high school girl some white wine uh, which where I live that will get you put on a list
0: so <clears throat> uh, yeah this guy see the guy in this um, he looks like he should be on the show wings
1: I feel like we said that last episode <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay well i'm, I'm second you could that say now. it
1: every time i'm fine with it because i, cause I he said looks he looked like, like, he, like, like the... he was in he was like the friend in singles yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good too which i said that last <laughs> yeah, episode totally. i might say it every time
0: yeah he looks like he would be ben stiller's best friend in in reality bites
1: okay okay yeah but like less cool
0: No, that's what I mean. Like Ben Stiller was the uncool guy in Reality Bites, so like he would be his best friend, which would be even less cool. Less, less cool. Yeah, yeah. Like Um, Andrew MacArthur's Andrew MacArthur's older brother in Pretty in Pink or something. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. McCarthy, not MacArthur. MacArthur. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, General MacArthur. (laughs)
1: Um, that's okay. So this is creepy because he's giving an underage girl wine, Um, and then he's like. Do you want me to read from the diary? And I'm kind of like, yes, but no. Maybe let her read it so we don't. Know. Okay, you're gonna read it. Fine. Here we go. Um, so it's Laura writing about Donna, and then <laughs> 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 then her thoughts are soaked with dreams of big, big men.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You think that was Jerry Stahl? Uh, who knows? I mean, honestly with that guy, who knows?
1: Do you think speaking
0: of Ben Stiller?
1: (laughs) Uh, so Donna's like, you know, she may be slightly tipsy on that wine cooler, but she actually has a, uh, like a good thought. Hey, shouldn't we give this to the sheriff? You know, if it's, if it's evidence and Harold Smith, of course says, no, I've read this thing front to back. There's nothing in here. um, And then there's some just BS about people come to me and tell me their stories. And I take their stories and place them in a larger context, a sort of living novel. Uh, And, uh, man, Harold sucks. It's hard for me. (laughs) It's hard for me to watch.
0: He's a weirdo.
1: I know. Um, So let's let's get out of his room because it's bumming me out. So... Ben brings Cooper in. So Ben is trying to, you know, be a good dad, I guess. Um, shows him the video of Audrey. Cooper wants to know, obviously, he's a lawman. Why didn't he go to the sheriff? Uh, ben says, you know, if they do, if I do, they'll kill her. So he wants Cooper to take the 125000 to the kidnappers. Uh, and Ben's also kind of playing on Cooper's feelings for Audrey in this. So, but it seems like Cooper's going to do it. And uh, just when you thought things couldn't get any better, Josie is back, Dallas.
0: Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what made it more pal- uh, palatable? What? Is that we didn't have to have any James in this.
1: So it's like yeah, cuz if I it's, can only
0: handle one terrible yeah, yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So the fact that we had no James made Josie a little yeah, easier. Yeah, yeah. And also she sounded like it sounded like she didn't have like, like a, a accent, but am I wrong yeah. in the first season she did have an accent?
1: No, I feel like she has an accent in this. The hmm. one thing I was thinking was it's nice that at least most of the times we get Josie, we also get Pete, which I, I love Pete. So it's like that kind of no, helps, Pete's, you know? Great. Yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of like a, a spoonful of sugar, a spoonful of Pete helps the Josie go down.
0: Hey, he's the name of the, we named the show after him.
1: We sure did. Um, We sure did. But no, but like, (laughs) you know, she went shopping and he's like, you know, Catherine didn't survive the fire. And she's like, oh, God, no. It's just a really weird scene. It's a scene that like doesn't really end, you know. It's very strange. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway. But like, it, like he—he's just talking about how like they didn't find a body and they want to have a funeral, and then it's just all of a sudden like trees. <laughs>
2: yeah, <it laughs> is which is I feel a like really is like cut.
1: that's like the Twin Peaks move for like uh, how do we end this trees?
0: Yeah, it was like, what did he say? He's like, I don't know what we're gonna bury, and then it was like trees, yeah, and then it's trees. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it was a weird abrupt cut.
1: I tried to look and see if there was like stuff cut was it a longer scene or but I yeah, nothing yeah. I couldn't find any information um
0: maybe so email then, jerry Stahl.
1: yeah jerry uh dot stall at geocities dot <laughs> ifatty dot org
0: it's a good book it's a good okay, book okay
1: I'll, I'll check it out it's a quick um, book too
0: you can probably read it a okay. week cool and it comes with cocaine <laughs>
1: I think I want to try some of that cocaine. Um
0: this is why we don't have nice things.
1: <laughs> dude, it's so good. Everyone go see Mafia. That's your homework this week.
0: It's uh, streaming. Jane, I think on Netflix. Jane.
1: Jane Austen's Mafia.
0: <laughs> That's the best joke. Jay Moore. G-no. Jay
1: Moore is so funny in it.
0: He's never been better.
1: Ah, it's so good. What is anyway. the line? <laughs> you're only buying someone else's headaches when you get a used car and it explodes okay um, so that's like the first scene anyway okay so Audrey Sorry. is is on heroin this is a serious thing so she's at the the one eye jacks and she's jugged and brought before uh, Michael Parks and um, you know she's like, what happens where he's like, she's like, don't hit me. And he asks like, were you treated poorly? She says, yes, he hit me. And finally, uh, he kills Emery. We don't have to deal with, with him. Um, and I wrote, can he and his bolo tie, please go to Harold's house. Um,
0: (laughs) yeah, Josie and Harold, I could get rid of them.
1: If you could just like line them up. Um, we're back to the, uh, sheriff's station. And I, It's getting a little, it's getting a little tiresome with Andy and Lucy and this whole thing. Yeah. Um, Andy's trying to talk to Lucy. And so then it's like, Cooper sees this. And so he comes in and tries to help by asking Lucy what's going on, but he doesn't really help. And Lucy doesn't know what she wants. And it feels like if Cooper can't help Lucy, then he can't help us. (laughs) You know what I mean? If you can't bring in the best character in the show to actually make this thing like something what we care about, it's just not going to work.
0: Yeah, I feel you. I still feel like there was a lot of Cooper in this episode.
1: I feel like there was a lot of Cooper that was like kind of useless. Like it wasn't him being – he wasn't the center of anything. He was just kind of like there. Yeah. Like he was kind of playing the – like, I don't know, second fiddle to a lot of different storylines, right? Yeah, totally. So he's, like, helping uh, helping Ben Horn. He's kind of assisting in the courtroom stuff, but he's not really, like, leading. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Th- at this point, Cooper asks Harry uh, for help, and he says he wants one of the bookhouse house boys uh, for something he can't tell him about. So uh, Sheriff says, all right, I'll, you know, I'll get you my best man. uh. And I think that's like nine thirty at the roadhouse or wherever, or maybe the great Northern. Um, <clears throat> so back to the double R, this guy walks in, this is, they think it's empty Wentz. Uh, and he sits down and Hank promptly moves toad who is, has just like food everywhere. Um, and so they've like, you know, I think Norma has gone out of her way to create a few specials, but this dude just wants a cheeseburger. Um, so you know and Hank's like, Oh, I think that's just like a, a trick, you know. Anyway, we know yeah. this isn't empty went, this is like a he's the he's the prosecutor, right? Which yeah, I think yeah, is yeah. funny that Hank wouldn't know that. Wouldn't Hank know who the prosecutor was? Asn't this dude has been in jail like his whole life?
0: Yeah, but like prosecutors don't go in and out of jail cells.
1: No, I know, but you don't think he at one point like <clears throat> like, you know, prosecuted Hank for something?
2: <clears throat> Honestly,
1: yeah. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> remember, he got manslaughter. I mean, they don't like this. Was this would seem like this would be the guy who would come in,
0: but maybe Hank did know, and that's why he pushed her back and was like, "No, no, no, it's a food critic." But he knew he was somebody weird. Hmm. Like well, he, knew he it was somebody. Moved,
1: why did he move Toad then? I don't know. Why does anyone move toad?
0: Again, um, Jerry Stahl.
1: Donna at Geocities. I fatty. Okay. <laughs> Donna and Maddie are in the uh are also in the diner. And neither of them is MT Wentz, as far as I know. Um Donna is pissed at Maddie, but she wants her to help her get the diary that is at Harold's. Mm-hmm. Uh And it's a little back and forth, but in the end, the point is she's like, look, you tell James with or without your help, his help, I'm going to get the diary. So, um, Hank goes back to his old ways and steal the dude's wallet. And this is when we find out this is, it's Daryl Lodwick, the special prosecutor. Uh, Hank Hank doesn't know, but no, yeah, that's all.
0: Yes, Great.
1: You, You like what? Is it
0: the old guy? Is it the old guy?
1: No, no, it Dar- This is Daryl. This is the guy who was at the diner, who's not Empty Wentz. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I
0: get confused. I get confused.
1: I know where you're going. We're gonna get there. We have one more scene. Uh, back to Josie. Josie is. Uh, remember, when, there was a scene maybe last episode where. They're, they're looking at Josie for something. Probably the fire. I think.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. what it
1: is. Basically, they want to like bring her in for questioning, and Harry begs Cooper, like, "Hey, can I talk to her first?" So Harry is at um, Josie's, and he's asking her questions, and he kind of doesn't believe her about Seattle, uh, you know, and she's not very convincing, <laughs> you know. But he's a dude who's in love, and, uh, and they start, you know, getting frisky.
0: Mm-hmm. on the couch. Lightning and rain.
1: And uh, he she asked him to tear the thing that she went to Seattle to buy. The nice little nighttime outfit she's wearing.
2: The nighttime outfit?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Josie and the nighttime but outfits.
1: You, you travel all the way to Seattle to get that. You're just going to let... Okay. You want to rip it?
0: she probably bought three
1: she probably bought three and then anyway they start going at it and then we get to see that that dude's just watching from the outside of the window Uh, (laughs) jonathan
0: and i love the lightning and the rain and the thunder it's very funny
1: there's a lot of good fake lightning in this episode
0: yeah there's a lot of like it's all there's a lot of like dark rain like everything yeah. kind of happens at night in this episode. Like, yeah,
1: yeah I think that's order. all Jerry stall wrote. Like that's the only probably. like, he well, just wrote like page, page one, lots of fake lightning. And then they had to fill in the blanks. <laughs> so the judge, uh, the judge shows up. The judge. You like the judge? Yeah. I, like I do. Too.
0: Yeah. I think he's fun.
1: So he shows up and obviously he's familiar with everyone. He's sees that Something is wrong with Lucy. He's giving her a hug. Um, and, uh, and you know, he kind of meets everyone, meets Cooper. And uh, I think he asks Harry to, hey, he, he says, uh, you know, go get some of that whiskey. So maybe the judge stole all your booze.
0: You know what? I don't. Uh, everyone's a suspect at this point. <laughs> I, I don't care that he's probably dead in real life. I don't know. <clears throat> Yeah, who knows? Potentially, um, yeah, it's like a league of their own. Who knows? You can just make up who's still alive. such
1: a good, such a good movie. Yeah. Um,
0: no, I like the judge. The judge made me feel like it made me feel like a uh, if uh, uh, what's his name, the creator of the show, David Lynch, makes me feel like if David Lynch wrote Twelve Angry Men, <laughs> like he would be a character <laughs> in Twelve Angry Men, and he would say yeah. what he said. Yeah, it's really yeah. funny. Anyway,
1: he's got a good good speech coming up. So. Uh, he goes in to meet with Harry and this is when, uh, Dick Tremaine comes in. And, um, so he's like, look, I've been thinking about it and I, I feel awful. I want to do the right thing. And what it comes to that, he's, you know, basically offering to pay for an abortion. And this upsets Lucy, obviously to no end. And she tells him to leave. Um, and there's like a funny, (laughs) I watch all of these with the subtitles on cause I can't watch them very loud. Uh, and so there's the scene when Andy's bringing Leland out from the holding cell, he hears her crying, you know, in one of the rooms. And mm-hmm. there's a line where she says, Oh, like something. Oh, Dick. And then it was it like, was it just your ascot? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs>
1: Which is a really funny line that may or may not have been <clears throat> Jerry stalls. We'll never know.
0: We'll never know.
1: Um, so this is like a, I like this scene a lot. So Leland's in front of the judge. Obviously, like he, you know, he's he's been here before. They know each other, but I I actually don't know what kind of law does Leland practice. Do we know? Like Leland is yeah. Ben Horn's lawyer, so I'm not. I'm guessing it's not like you know he does a lot of like criminal defense, which is kind of what he's doing here.
0: Yeah. Well, what's funny is I totally totally forgot that he was lawyer in any right yeah until this episode when they brought it up and I was like oh yeah yeah, yeah. but like yeah I totally forgot so I don't know I mean
1: from, it, from maybe from like a small what, town
0: he's kind of a jack of all trades lawyer
1: because from what we know he is like it seems like he's Ben's lawyer full time and also like works in some capacity at the Great Northern you know what I mean yeah. like he doesn't have an office somewhere in town like he just works for Ben uh-huh. um So anyway, I just thought it was funny, like, it didn't seem like... Although, this judge could do everything, too, you know what I mean? Like, he may be involved in all sorts of different judicial practices. Um, But he gives a really nice... The judge gives this kind of beautiful speech about how, you know, the law requires them to be in these certain roles. But, uh, you know, at the end, when we kind of meet... You know, I hope to have a, a raise of glass with you again in Valhalla. I'm not doing yeah. this any sort of justice the way this guy delivers the speech. But <laughs> it's it's a really nice little moment.
0: It's um, great. It's so good. Yeah. It is good. Uh, it kind of makes me feel like I feel bad because I kind of feel about that speech the way that you felt about. Uh, uh, what's his name? The FBI agent, not Cooper. Oh, Albert.
1: Albert. Albert?
0: Albert's speech. And we totally screwed that up because my wife came home when we were recording the episode.
1: Dude, it's it's 100% her fault. It's fine.
0: Oh, no. Afterwards, I I sat her down, and we talked for a very long time about things that are her fault.
1: On the floor, right?
0: On the floor, yeah. You made
1: her sit on the floor?
0: What I did is I lit a candle between us, and then I made her hold her hand over the flame while I spoke to her she's not, um, she not allowed
1: not allowed to make eye contact, which is
0: yeah which is how that, how it do. should be we have to learn our lessons I think there's a song in God's about it and uh <laughs> so anyway I'm just you know so she knows and she's hopefully you got her letter she was it's supposed cool. to hand I'm waiting you an for apology. my wife
1: is my my wife gonna come home right now I don't know
0: she not, my wife's gonna no. be home fairly soon and she'll probably ruin whatever we're talking about at that point so so you might get another letter. <laughs>
1: it's fine. I didn't get the anyway. first, so I couldn't I couldn't possibly get another one.
0: We sent it to Jersey.
1: <clears throat> oh, okay. All right, cool.
0: So if you can fly out there, I've I'm got sure a, you'll be I've out got there a, again I've got a mail.
1: You know, it's funny. I've got a mail forward through December, so I should have gotten it.
0: Weird. Weird. Maybe. I think she just sent it to New Jersey. I, I don't think she put an t- address <laughs> on it. I think. <laughs> if you should just just email chris christie and maybe he'll just have mail for you i don't at, know
1: at geocities dot, dot i fatty I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it nope <clears throat> not gonna do
2: it
0: all right sorry keep going
1: so then enter uh, sydney his law clerk <laughs> so uh she walks in she's this younger very tall you know beautiful woman who they're like what what's the deal uh, Or cooper is at least they you know everyone else knows her and so coops like is that his wife and i think sheriff says that's his, uh, his law clerk uh but the judge says they're going to dine in the timber room you know mm-hmm. if you know what i mean uh anyway um then cooper asks if everything's set for the night and uh for the for the meeting uh with the bookhouse boy Sheriff says yes, and then they kind of just stare off into the fake lightning for a couple seconds. Um, <laughs> so the next scene is we're back at the the Great Northern, and Ben Horn is checking out the uh, Tri-County Lumber Queen pageant contestants. Um, as
0: you do, as you do.
1: Wait, hey, it's good to be the king. Um, yeah, it's your
0: building. You get to do it.
1: He sees a, uh, a, a Mr. – Tajimura checking in um and uh <laughs> Mr. Tajimura so Mr. Tajimura checks in and pays cash which tips off our uh we our our uh, hotel clerk we've met earlier on because mm-hmm. um, I think M.T. Who? Wentz is also from Seattle right so that's why she's like oh my gosh uh could this be yeah, and M.T. The ho- Wentz
0: Sorry, and the hotel clerk looks like the girl who is the other, who's opposite Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie Commando.
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: So if you're ever watching <clears throat> Commando,
1: could you email us at chrischristie at
0: <laughs> iFatty dot GeoCities
1: dot GeoCities slash, permanent slash midnight
0: dot AngelFire
1: dot AngelFire? Um, yeah. <clears throat> So then Cooper is at the bar and he finds out that Sheriff Sheriff's the the best man. He's the he's the bookhouse boy who's gonna help him out. And uh it I would think that Cooper'd have been like he kinda would push back, you know? But I mm-hmm. think it's nice that he doesn't. I think it's you know we're happy to see that you know, Sheriff isn't gonna give him uh what's the curly headed dude's name? Uh Joey Paulson. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, it's the boys, dude. It's Coop, Coop and he's Sheriff. Gonna,
1: he's going to spare him Joey Paulson, and he's going to come and show up and, and help him help out his buddy. <coughs> so we're happy, happy that that's the case. Uh, it should have been Ed. It, it, it should have been Ed, right?
0: Because the met, last time Ed and Cooper got together, it was a lot of fun.
1: It was a lot of fun.
0: Hollow notes.
1: We need some... Uh, we need some more ed um we need
0: some more ed i missed ed this episode
1: i did too i did too
0: didn't miss james
1: you're gonna get some more
2: james
1: (sighs) we're back at the the double r and uh is hank sleeping at the double r because he's in pajamas right
0: uh here's what's funny didn't even notice that until you said it yeah yeah, it's obviously. obviously
1: <laughs> well, I think it, I, it. Now, when I think about it, it makes sense because I Norm is not taking one of it the hours
0: is for rest
1: and relaxation. Um,
0: yeah, rest.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: R- r- <laughs> what <laughs> Rubens else you got? And rest. Rubens no. and rest. No. 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 Right.
1: Um, Sorry, I
0: don't know. <laughs> relaxation, uh, Rim no rim sleep
1: Not no well Norm is not going to take him back in their marital bed i mean
0: Radishes he's got he's,
1: he's got to do better than flowers and candles and tablecloths that's true and steal it and stealing daryl lodwick's wallet
0: but where is he sleeping have you been to a diner where is there a place to sleep other than like in a booth
1: and like the ones that like curl around so is he sleeping like a cat
0: well, I mean, he's I, I, from this fight scene. You can tell that he's got moves like a cat.
1: He doesn't though, because he gets his like butt whooped.
0: Like a slow, <coughs> slow dying cat.
1: So I think I missed one Garfield. scene where he's
0: got moves like Garfield.
1: Well, there's a scene where they're at the at the mill, right? And then Jonathan's there, who's her cousin, Josie's cousin. And there's this scene where he's talking about how they've got to get back to Hong Kong. Is there going to be any issue? And she says, maybe with Hank. But, like, I'm kind of trying to figure out, like, what the deal is with this. Obviously, Jonathan goes to the double R to send Hank a message. But what is the message? And what is Hank? Like, I I don't know. Like, because he doesn't yeah. really deliver a message, right?
0: Well, perhaps in this next episode. Because he says at the end, next time I'll punch your – or I'll take your head off. So, obviously, there's there's kind of – because I saw Hank never – Hank's reaction to him is like he knows him.
1: Yeah,
2: it's a well, and because he gives fighting, him, but he, he also gives him doesn't the, say
1: the thing with the blood on the th- on the thumb, which is, I guess, for him to like let him know that this is, has to do with Josie, right? So, I think oh, the, and, I think what Josie's referring to is that like Hank wanted more money, right? And so the the problem is 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 if Josie bails, is Hank going to say anything? You know. So, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I forget that Hank and Josie have a thing.
1: Yes. Because Hank's done work for Miss, the, you know, Mrs. Packard. I guess you would call her. Mrs.
0: Packard. Josie. How respectful yeah. of you.
1: Well, she deserves it. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's uh, episode, what is it? Season four, uh, season two, episode four.
2: Episode four.
1: Uh, yeah. What'd you think?
0: I thought, yeah, I actually thought it was pretty good. I mean, I missed Cooper a little bit in it, yeah, um, but it was the first episode where I feel like um, <clears throat> I feel like they just purely pushed plot along, sure. and uh, and so that was kind of refreshing. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, I mean, like i I like Hank. I, his fighting was the worst thing I've ever seen. Cause he did like end up doing like I form Kimpo for like a second, uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. which was
0: like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. He, like it was some weird roundhouse. Um, it, so that was kind of uh, upsetting, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was like the characters I wanted to see. I'm kind of getting tired of the Lucy story. Yeah. Um,
1: it is getting tiresome.
0: Just because like, who cares? And unless yeah. it, unless it pays off at some point, but who cares? And like, at the same time, like she's being terrible to Andy and then she makes Andy feel bad, and I don't like that. That's not fun. Sure. But yeah, it's fine. It was fine. It was it was one of the better episodes.
1: Well, good. Well, we're ramping up to uh <laughs> we're ramping up to the big reveal.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I think it's only a few more episodes.
0: Lucy isn't pregnant at all. <laughs> That's the big reveal.
1: The judge is the father. Uh,
0: Yeah. (laughs) We're going to the old Timber Lakes. Or what is it? Timber. We're
1: going to dine in the Timber Room.
0: We're going to dine in the Timber Room. Hey, Lucy. Hey. Hey, Dallas. The old green tube.
1: (laughs) So gross. I invite everyone to go back and just play that scene where it sounds like the vial breaks.
0: Well, yeah, the vial definitely breaks.
2: Oh,
1: God. So what is he, scooping it back? Oh, okay, I'm done. <laughs> we'll see you next week. We, we've got to commit ourselves, Dallas, to getting through the show. We we'll do it. Twin, we got a lot we'll of twin peaks it. to get to.
0: Next week, you know, we have Christmas. I don't know if you guys are coming down and all we could do one face-to-face.
1: We Actually, I'm going to be in San Diego um, in the next couple of weeks. So let's try to do one face-to-face. In fact yeah. – God, it'd be great if we could get to, I think it's three episodes from now. I would love to watch with you. Let's we'll see if we can make it happen. Maybe we could like get together and watch a couple.
0: Let's do it.
1: Okay.
2: Let's well, do thanks, it.
1: Thanks for uh, taking the time to dish the percolator with me.
0: Yes, man. I'm excited we got to do it. it was, it's was it been a while since, uh, since we've spoken.
1: I know. I miss you.
0: Miss you too, bud. Yeah, uh, and it, was, I miss, it was good. I,
1: I miss all of you. Listening, and I appreciate it if you're still with us. Um, if you don't know by now, you can follow us on Twitter at Percolator Pod. You can uh, check out our website, the dot com. Dallas, what do you what do you got going on? You got anything coming up?
0: I mean, I don't know when you're going to put this out. Um,
1: when do you have something coming up? Sunday. Yeah, no, not going to get it okay. out for Sunday.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'll be at Flappers in Burbank at the end of January. What's the date? Uh, January 24th.
1: You guys should January all 24th. go. If you're in L.A., you should go see Dallas.
0: Yes. If you're in L.A. on January 24th, I'm doing The Late Show at Flappers in Burbank. Uh, I think it's like 10 bucks, And actually, John Cleese's daughter is on the show. Really? Yeah. Camilla Cleese. She's going to be on the show. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I just saw John Cleese and Eric Idle on their tour, and it was amazing. I bet it was amazing, Sean.
1: They're the best. Like
0: to be them that old and still be unbelievably funny yeah. is just—it's not only inspiring, but it's depressing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, they're not—they're they hu- so
1: not—they're not human beings. They're not—they're like, not. aliens.
0: It's just like these two dudes who will never not be funny.
1: So funny. Like they that's showed awesome. that
0: opening scene from the Ruddles where he's like running along <sighs> with the car, you know, like the, the guy keeps speeding up with the camera and he starts running along. <laughs> it's I, like, that's,
1: I love the Ruddles more than I can say. It's like, it's so, it's such a great movie. And the songs are so funny. If you've never seen the Ruddles, it's basically like Eric Idle's joke on the beatles and it's amazing it's and so good
0: and like they were tied this the show was them like going through their careers like from start to where they are now basically and how they both played a role in each other's careers and john yeah. cleese's john cleese uh, came up with the idea for the Ruttles. It's so good because eric Idle was like oh i want to do this show called the Rutland weekly news or something like that and it was about yeah. this fake town called rutland and uh, and he was like Oh, you should have a and then they he's like oh <laughs> and then they came up with the idea it's amazing like yeah, it was a great show so I'm excited That's to awesome. do it so yeah Burbank Flappers to January twenty fourth
1: everyone go see Dallas go see Dallas then and if you like uh, uh, late nineties Christian punk rock come see Dogwood with MXPX <laughs> in San Diego on <laughs> January thirteenth at the North Park Observatory and the Ventura Theater on January fourteenth.
0: Yeah, and, uh, I think it's awesome. I just like I honestly don't know how you got Slick Shoes to be there, but Slick that's Shoes gonna be actually cool.
1: not going to be there, but they're they're playing with MXPX in Dallas, I found out, so oh. there
2: you go. So.
0: Oh, what a bunch of jerks. Yeah. So, well, um, I think it's still cool you got Frida about there.
1: It's cool. We're going to get through four more episodes by then, right?
0: Yeah, well, let's do it. Okay. Uh,
1: do it. Yeah, I, I would love to. We need to. We have a lot to do. A lot of Twin Peaks. Mm. okay all right okay you hang up
0: (laughs) well are you did you stop recording
1: what no this we're still going
0: well i still wanted to talk to you for a second
1: (laughs) wait don't you think wait should we you want to talk to me
0: i don't not recorded i you can record it if you want i just want to say the show's january 13th your dogwood show yeah that's what i said okay cool and am, am i really can i get on the list i know you have a long list We'll see you Probably. next week
1: on Dish in the Percolator.
2: <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. Dig that, Kurtz. Don't let yourself be hurt this time. Don't let yourself be hurt this time. Then I saw your face. Then I saw your smile. The sky is still blue. The clouds come and go. Yet something is different. Are we falling in love? Don't let yourself be hurt this time. Don't. Let yourself be hurt this time. Then your kiss so soft, then your touch so warm. The stars still shine bright, the mountains still high. Yet something is different. Yes. Something is different now. The guitar came in. I feel like I'm floating. Floating above a keyboard and a guitar. A guitar. Are we falling in love? Falling. Falling. Are we falling in love? Mm. That's the ketchup. I like coffee. Donuts. <laughs> Russ Tamplin.